Hi, we're JT Media. I'm Jack. And I'm Tommy. And we cover all sports news from NFL to soccer. And baseball to MMA. We bring you the latest in sports news. Okay, let's start our long football one today. I want to start off with some big news and signings, and then we'll get on to our podcast and everything. Big news, Cousins to the Vikings. Yeah, this is a pretty big move. I like the signing for the Vikings. I think he fits with the team. What about you? Completely agree. I was a little bit surprised. I thought the Jets were, would want to put more into Cousins because I think they would need him more. But the Vikings mm-hmm. couldn't find a perfect fit for him. Already have a built-up team. And I think he's going to do better than even Case Keenum did there. Here's why. Because Case Keenum, he, he's not the right quarterback, but he had the people around him already. Kirk Cousins won games with a terrible team with the Redskins uh, last season. So he's back. Now you have a good quarterback on a great team. That just proved for success. Right. And I think I'd like this signing because now the contract, it's a lot of money and it's fully guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It's pretty insane. However, I think that the Vikings understood that they would need to at least give him a big, big contract to beat out the Jets. Right. I think Kirk Cousins did, took the right option by taking slightly less money to go play for the Vikings and actually have a chance, a shot at a Super Bowl instead of going to go play for the Jets where he'll not even win the division. I agree. I think he has more than a shot to win the Super Bowl with the defense, the team. Look what Case Keenum did with the team. Besides the Eagles, they had a really dominant season. Right. So now we're going to talk about the rest of the former Vikings quarterbacks all going to different teams. And I'm going to start with Keenum to the Broncos. Now, this is one trade that I actually do not like for the Broncos. They need a quarterback. I just don't see Case Keenum fitting in Denver. Now, here's the thing. I think the Broncos are doing sort of what the Browns did bringing in a veteran guy that they know is not the answer. They know that Case Keenum isn't going to be their quarterback for the future, just like the Browns know Tyrod Taylor isn't their quarterback for the future. They brought in Case Keenum as their bridge. They know that if they can draft one of the better quarterbacks in the draft with pick six, that they will be able – or pick five, sorry. Yeah, five. Able to have that guy sit under Case Keenum, who's a very competent quarterback, and – be successful. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I mean, see, here's why I here's why I don't like this. Because they already have a a top draft pick in there. And I mean, you don't really the of course traded away Trevor Simeon, we'll get to that later. But I mean Case Keenum, I, I don't see him fitting into the system. I see Case Keenum into uh, being in the system with uh, fast wide receivers, not that Emmanuel Sanders uh, isn't, or uh, Demarius Thomas, right? But, like, I just don't see them – I just don't see him fitting in that style of offense. I see more of a gunslinger-type quarterback, like a Peyton Manning, fitting in that offense, which uh, we'll get into the draft later. That's why I just don't see him fitting there. I think he's going to end up being their backup during the season. And if their uh, draft pick doesn't work out, then I think he'll – move up to start for the Broncos. I think it's actually going to be the exact opposite. I think they will draft a quarterback with the fifth overall pick. We'll get to that later, like you said. 
but I think that they will take a quarterback with that pick and they will let Case Keenum play out the season. Now, if he starts being bad, they will put in whatever quarterback they end up drafting. But I do think that I do think that having that option for Case Keenum, that knowing that you have two very competent quarterbacks for at least this year, would be will be very helpful for uh, that team. Right. You know, I, I actually do see this possibly happening. But I mean, Case Keenum. Let's say he goes off. Like, let's say he shuts me up. Just amazing, right? Which is possible. He's a good quarterback. But it, let's say he does that, right? And let's say he goes out, this is way, way, way on the long shot here, but let's say he goes out and somehow wins the Super Bowl, right? And they they have their number five draft pick. They can keep Keenum for two or three more seasons if he and if he does good or if he does bad, right, until he retires and then start their new quarterback. So they actually, they're in a good situation no matter what with Keenum unless they start running out of cap space. Right. Okay, so next move is Sam Bradford to the Cardinals. Right. Uh, I mean, he's got to go somewhere. I, I see the Cardinals. I see this similar to a Case Keenum situation. However, what I think about Case Keenum, I think that Bradford's going to be, for the Cardinals, uh, I think he's going to start the season. Uh, sorry, for what you think about Keenum. I think he's going to um, start the season and play out. I think the Cardinals are going to draft a high quarterback. And then I think they're going to let Bradford, who was really good with the Vikings in his first season, start uh, start out the season, but to be a placement quarterback, if that makes sense, for the um, for the draft pick to come up and play next season once the Cardinals have a stable team. Yeah. Now, I have the Cardinals thinking that Sam Bradford is going to be, when he's healthy, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Right. But the keyword of that is when he's healthy. He is mm-hmm. not healthy often. And I think this season, if he ends up getting injured, the Cardinals are going to be in a lot of trouble, just like they were this year. Yep. They were a very injury-prone team in right. 2017. Okay, so next we're going to move on to Teddy Bridgewater to the yes. Jets. Here's my crazy prediction. He's going to end up starting for the Jets. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. I, I, I mean, I say crazy sarcastically because this, this makes sense. Why would he not start for the Jets? Teddy Bridgewater, before he got hurt, I mean, it seems like ages ago, but before he got hurt, he was supposed to be up there like with Russell Wilson. He's supposed to be like the next level quarterback. He's, he got injured, right? Why can't he come back to live up with that? However, the, he's, it's going to take some time to adapt to the Jets and for the Jets to get some more players, but Two, three years, maybe the Jets could be decent with Teddy Bridgewater as their starting quarterback. Yeah, I would agree with that. And even if Teddy Bridgewater does get injured, assuming the Jets are going to be bad again this year, we can yeah. say that with confidence. But the so if Teddy Bridgewater ends up getting injured, they'll have Josh McCowan, who's a pretty good backup. Yeah. And then they have another high draft pick next year, or they can trade up if they end up being an average team and take a quarterback. So they're in a good position for the future, I think the Jets. Yeah, I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to make them an average team. I think they're going to be around 15, 14, around there. Uh, not not a great season, but I think they're going to have a decent season, a lot improved from this past season because just because of the quality of quarterback. Not saying that um, – what's his name? Uh, who, who is their quarterback? I have his image in my head. What's his name? 
I, I, it doesn't matter. But I just feel like he's going to be a little better than him and lead them to more wins. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up. What's I have Jaguars getting Andrew Norwell for $66 million. That is a big signing for the Jaguars. I completely agree, and I think it helps him out a ton, though. With Leonard Fournette, I mean, the more protection he gets, the further he's going to go. Right, and he's getting paid. He's getting paid. He's getting paid 15.2-ish million dollars a year, which is insane for an offensive lineman. And he's going to make that core – he's going to make Leonard Fournette and Blake Bortles, I think, single-handedly better than they were last year. Yep. I mean, because Blake Bortles, his real struggle last year, he was much, much improved in my book. Like, he finally stepped up with a better team. I think that with this, Blake Bortles will be able to mimic a season at least that he had last season, and the Jaguars will be title contenders again. Yeah, I would agree. So then, what's your next What's your next move that you have? I have Watkins, Watkins to the Chiefs. This is an older one, but I, I still think it's up there. Okay, I do not like this move for the Chiefs. They paid him too much money. Sammy Watkins has not proved that he can be a good wide receiver. And I would be okay with giving him a one-year deal, paying him, paying the man, but only for a year. Letting him prove himself to the team. It's I just don't think that that contract that they gave him is worth what Sammy Watkins actually is. I completely agree. Sammy Watkins, he was actually good with the Rams, but then at the Bills and everything, like he was on and off. I think the Chiefs solely believe in um, their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, right? Who I am not sold on yet. I mean, everybody in the Chiefs is, right? I haven't seen him really play except for that one game where he was all right. But, I mean, Sammy Watkins was supposed to fit their uh, thing with Tyree Kill. Sorry, yeah, Tyree Kill and uh, everybody in their, their thing, another speed wide receiver. He just hasn't proven himself. He can show to be one of the best wide receivers and then be a awful wide receiver in the next game. Right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. And with their young quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, I think he needs more people that are younger so he can grow with them and, you know, uh, grow tire bonds with them, uh, chemistry. I just don't see Sammy Watkins being there. And if you are going to sign him, sign him for a year. Test him out. Don't go full in on someone you're not sure about. Yeah, I would agree. And then also, uh, next, another older ones. Uh, a keep to leave and Marcus Peters to the Rams. Just really quick. I think this makes the Rams secondary dangerous. Very it dangerous. Does. It definitely does. That was the one thing, because my, my brother's a Rams fan, so he's always telling me about how the only weaknesses in Rams is their secondary. That was the one thing the Rams had really bad problem with, uh, especially against the um, the Falcons in the wild card game. With Akib Tlaib and Marcus Peters in their secondary, oh my goodness, the Rams are going to have one of the top defenses this year with Aaron Donald and everybody. Yeah, definitely. Next up, I have uh, Allen Robinson to the Bears. I think this is an amazing move for the Bears. They're giving Trubisky, who hasn't had a real target to throw to. He didn't have a real target to throw to in his rookie year. He was still pretty good for Mm -hmm. a rookie. And now he has a guy to throw to. Allen Robinson, if he stays healthy, 
is one of the best wide one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. And I think that he's gonna that him, Mitchell Trubisky are going to link up amazing in Chicago. Yes, I feel like the Bears are about to have a rebound season from a long uh, a long streak of bad seasons. And I think they're finally gonna be able to beat the Packers at least once. Allen Robertson is huge for the Bears. Huge. I, I mean it's a it's a really big loss to the uh, Jaguars also. That's really big uh, that they lost that. But Allen Robertson fitting to the Bears, I feel like he would. He, I feel like him and Mitchell Trubisky are going to link up immediately, and they're going to have a really uh, good time there. Right. Uh, next, I have Redskins getting kicker Justin Hopkins, and Bears getting the kicker Cody Farkey. Good move. Good move. Nothing yep. else. <laughs> There's nothing really to say about that. I have some stuff to talk about here uh, as the Seahawks fan I am. Redskins get Paul Richardson. I am honestly shocked. I thought we were going to re-sign Paul Richardson. He's one of our better wide receivers. He's up there with um. He's I would say he's uh right below Doug Baldwin and uh Tyler Lockett for wide receivers on our team. And he was he's like our own mini Odell Beckham Jr. because he can catch like one-handed balls and he catch nearly he catches nearly everything that was thrown to him. I think he was asking for too much money, and I feel like this is a good move for the Redskins, but also a bad one because I think they paid way too much for him. Um, and with the team that really needs to start rebuilding like right now with Alex Smith and everything, I think they're not going to do good. Anyways, I just feel like they need a wide receiver, but they shouldn't pay too much for one. Yeah. Okay, next I have uh, Broncos getting Demarius Thomas for $4 million. Back from the Jaguars. Demarius Thomas? Oh, wait, no. Is that re-signing? Yes. Okay, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good re-sign, Demarius Thomas. He hasn't been amazing for them, but, you know. Yeah. I was thinking of Julius Thomas. My bad. Julius Thomas. Yeah. I know. Didn't I, I always get them mixed up. They used to play together. Um, okay. Next, I have a huge one. We're going to talk about this. Danny Amendola to the Dolphins. I did not see this one coming. Wow. That's, um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's, um, <laughs> I mean, it's a good signing for the Dolphins. They're going to give Ryan Tannehill, or if he doesn't end up being their quarterback next year, whoever ends up being their quarterback, they're going to be getting a pretty good target to throw to. He was good in New England, and I think he'll be just as good in, just as good in Miami. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I, – I think Ryan Tannehill is going to be the quarterback in Miami. I, I feel like he's going to recover. I don't think they want Jay Cutler starting again. Um I feel like Danny Amendola, I did not see this coming. I thought Patriots, like Danny Amendola, like he was a part of them. Like I didn't think that they were going to get rid of him. Uh, whenever I saw this on my phone after school when I was looking at it, I was shocked, really was. Um, I think it's huge for the Dolphins. I think it's bad for the Patriots. It's another yeah. person Tom Brady doesn't get to throw to. Yeah, I would agree. Okay, next, another big one. Well, we have three in a row here. Uh, Packers get Jimmy Graham. I have a lot to say about this move. <laughs> okay. The Packers, we know that they will not be making the playoffs next year. Yeah. 
I don't care how good Aaron Rodgers is, every other team in the NFC is better. It's as simple as that. They don't have a running back. They don't have an offensive line. They don't have anyone on defense. They're the and then they they sign Jimmy Graham. Okay. On the surface, that's a good move. They're giving Aaron Rodgers a target to throw to, but then they cut Jordy Nelson. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. If are they? Because if they're trying to rebuild, saving money by cutting Jordy Nelson makes sense. But if you're trying to get get Jimmy Graham, they have to clear your cap from somewhere else. You can't cut your best wide receiver. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I am so confused by this because I think the Packers are still thinking that okay, we have Aaron Rodgers, we're in like our prime right now. No, that's that's not the case right now. You don't have a team. See, whenever you won the Super Bowl, you had the team. It's just Aaron Rodgers right now. What the problem with this is the one guy Aaron Rodgers could trust, Jordy Nelson, like his wide receiver, they took away from him and expects Jimmy Graham to just go right into their new system and be best friends with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, a tight end too. He's not even that fast. I don't ah, I just it's confusing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, next I have uh, another wide receiver. Jaguars getting Dante Moncrief from the Colts. Solid move. Yeah, this makes up for the uh, Helen Robertson wide receiver. Right. They they had an okay wide receiver uh, core without Allen Robertson last year because he was out with injury. Right. But think bringing in Dante Moncrief, he's someone that can come in, make a difference, doesn't have to be relied on entirely. Just a nice, solid role player. Yep. Uh, next, Rams resign Roby Coleman. Not much to say about this. Uh, decent cornerback, but he's not really going to be starting as much. Or he's going to be starting, but he's going to have a lot more help with the keep to leave Marcus Peters. Yep. Uh, next, Giants sign Jonathan Stewart. Um, pretty good move, I would say. They got a running back they can trust. Um, he'll go alongside Eli Manning pretty good. Yeah, I see the I, I, I like this move, but I don't see him getting a ton of yards or anything. I see him kind of being a decent uh, running back. I see the Giants struggling next year, too. I don't see them rebounding because I, I, I don't know. I just don't – I think their organization is starting to fall apart. But uh, John, this signing was – that was a good step. Yeah. yeah we're, next is a big one, really big. We all knew that Malcolm Butler was going to be traded, but we didn't know who to – it turned out to be the Titans. They okay, the Titans. Interesting move here. They're taking all the players from the Patriots. They took Deion Lewis. They took Malcolm Butler. They're, which we'll talk about later. They cut DeMarco Murray, which I like that move. I think that uh he wasn't being productive enough for them for the amount of money they were paying him. So mm-hmm. I like that that uh I like them releasing him. But now they have Marcus Mariota, who's a pretty good quarterback on his good days. They have Deion Lewis, who's a pretty good running back on his good days. They have yeah. an okay offensive line, okay receivers. They have Delaney Walker, tight end, who's pretty good. They yeah, have... I think he's one of the better tight ends. Right. They have an okay defense, and they just sent Malcolm Butler to do it. I don't. I think that they will make the playoffs again this year. I think they're going to make it further into the playoffs than they did last year with Malcolm Butler and Deion Lewis. Since we're already on the Deion Lewis topic, I'll keep talking about it. He is one of the better running backs. The Patriots had Deion Lewis, James White, and uh, Rex Burkhead, I think it was. And they kind of spread him out. Deion Lewis, 
his small he he's smaller, but like he can go fast, and I think that fits the Titans more than DeMarco Murray did, which is why I think it's good to cut him and bring in Deion Lewis, a smaller, faster guy. I agree. Okay, uh, next we have Drew Brees, who extends his contract for two years and $50 million. I'd like it for the Saints. Yep. Very, very good move. You don't want to get rid of that guy. I don't think he would go anywhere else unless the Saints didn't offer him a contract. But... I think they waited too long, and they scared a bunch of people. But, um, yeah, other than that, pretty good signing. Pretty good re-signing. Um, next is Tremaine Johnson to the Jets from Rams, uh, the cornerback. I don't understand this. He didn't. He had a bad season. I mean, not a bad season, but not a very good season. And then the Jets are trying to get better on defense. I just don't really understand this. I think they were just trying to get a solid role player. I don't think he'll start, but I think he'll be there just to – just a back up. bench. Yeah. Okay, next one. Isaiah Crowell to the Jets. The Jets were actually pretty busy in this offseason. They got mm-hmm. a solid running back. Yeah. Uh, I say that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I think. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, th- I would say that's a pretty good move for the Jets. They needed a running back, and they got one. Yeah. he's. I had him on my fantasy team last year. Uh he was all right. I mean, he had a better season before, but then again, he was on the Browns, and Joe Thomas got hurt, so their offensive line took a whole thing, the, the whole Brown story, you know? <laughs> so he wasn't going anywhere. He went to a slightly better team in the Jets. I mean, I think it's slightly worse now with the Browns uh, getting uh, Carlos Hyde and everything, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but I, I like this move for the Jets. They needed a running back. They got one. Oh, yeah, I like it. Uh, also... With the Jets staying on them, they extend Josh McCown. That's the guy I was thinking of earlier. I like it. He, he I think he's gonna be a solid backup to Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Jags resign Marquise Lee. Smart, another wide receiver. Yep, pretty good. Uh, and then, okay, so a big move: Wilkerson to the Packers. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, solid defensive lineman. I think he's going to come in, and that's someone the Packers need. But I I, I think this is a little – another Jimmy Graham move here because he's a very popular uh, defensive lineman. I think him coming in is going to cost a lot – well, it costs a lot of money, which I think they need to get more money to get more players rather than getting just more stars to help out Aaron Rodgers at this point. I agree. Okay, uh, this one – Huge Sherman to the 49ers. I like this move so much for the 49ers. It's mm-hmm. the perfect signing. I understand you're a Seahawks fan and you are <laughs> probably livid, but Richard Sherman going to the 49ers is a perfect fit. He's going to they're go, he is going to a team that will be winning next year. They yeah. make the playoffs. Maybe they'll make the divisional round. But I see the 49ers maybe, maybe a long shot, but getting out of the, getting out of the, getting into the playoffs through winning the NFC West. Yeah, um, I don't see them winning the NFC West, but I see them coming in second to the Rams. It's going to be a close race. They're still undefeated with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Now on to Sherman. I he was one of the best Seahawks players. Got hurt, and he wanted to actually leave the this uh, last off season. 
but we, we, we franchise tagged him and signed him again. And then he he wanted to leave this time, so we, we let him go to the 49ers. I was a little upset he went to the 49ers because they're our rivals. But then I understand, like, they're a younger team, and they could use a veteran corner. And, I mean, I think that's going to be – he's they're going to be fire with a Sherman on defense. I mean, that's just going to be a very, very, very good team this year. Yeah, it should be. Um, next, a huge storyline. Dolphins cut Nicomundia Sue. Dominican Sue. Oh, that's how you say it? Uh, I mean, I, I assumed it. I assumed it would happen. Yeah. I, I didn't know what was going on at first because I, I thought that we'd keep him for a couple more seasons. But, I mean, this opens up so many different things. He's still not signed to this point. It's March 16th. But, I mean, he's a very solid player. Yeah. Okay, uh, now, ooh, another quarterback one. Vikings trade for Trevor Simeon. Um, I'd say it's a pretty good move. They needed a backup, and I think Trevor Simeon is just that, a backup. Um, he'll be pretty good. He'll be successful on the Vikings. Um, should he need to play, which I hope he doesn't, uh, I think that uh, he'll be pretty good for them. He can go out there and win a couple games if he needs to with a strong supporting cast. And, um, yeah, that's all they'll need him for is winning. Yeah, I agree. He'll be a solid – yeah. He'll be a solid backup. Um, and he'll go on – if he need if they need him, he'll do okay because the team around him is really good. Yeah. Okay, now, uh, next is Lions cutting uh, Eric Ebron. Yeah. Um, I think that's just a move that needed to happen. There's certain things in the NFL that just happen for – they just happen. And yeah. I think the Lions cutting Eric Ebron is one of those moves. I agree. It, it was it was going to happen at some point. He was not doing exactly well with the Lions in recent times. And, I mean, he just started to fade off and people started forgetting about him. I think this was the right move. Not just him, but for the Lions as well. Yeah, I agree. Next is Joe Thomas retires. I kind of saw this coming after his injury. I mean, really good offensive lineman, but uh, sadly he never really won much. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a first bout Hall of Famer easily. Oh, yeah, hands down. So he's going to be going from Cleveland, Ohio to Canton, Ohio. Next. From bad to good. Okay. Cardinals, I did not see this coming, actually. Cardinals cut Tyron Matthew. I'm intrigued by this because there are a lot of teams that could potentially sign him. You see teams uh, like the 49ers that have a ton of gap. Oh, yeah. Then making their secondary arguably the best in the NFL. There are teams. Well, maybe the Rams could compete with that. (laughs) Right, but there are teams that can go out there and get him. I think Tyron Matthew, he's a very versatile player. And uh, he will help whatever team he goes to immediately. I agree. He was one of the best Cardinals. Their Cardinals are going full rebuild right now. I mean, this guy has so much potential. He's proven to be one of the best in the game. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. I, I completely agree with what you said. Yep. Next, I saw this coming. I'm sure you did too. Ravens cut Jeremy, Jeremy Macklin. Yeah, I assume this would happen. He's... 
been an average receiver, and I don't think the Ravens should be would want to pay him that money. Yeah, I mean, he's got the – yeah, go ahead. I would love to see him go back to the Eagles. I think that would be a very good move for the Eagles and Jeremy Macklin. Yeah. Um, Also about Jeremy Macklin, I think – I don't know if he still gets uh, crab cakes for life or not, but uh, (laughs) he should take the Ravens up on that. Okay, next. Um, Oh, this is a good one. We're going to talk about this a little bit. Carlos Hyde to the Browns from the 49ers. I like this move, and you'll see why in my mock draft. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm intrigued by this move. I don't like it yet, but, I mean, I could grow to like it, depending on who they draft again. <laughs> um, Carlos Hyde has proven to be one of the better running backs in the NFL. The Browns need a running back. I was always thinking that they were going to go ahead and draft Saquon Barkley in number one, but, I mean, that might not happen now. They might stick with Hyde. Uh, I like their move here. They got a veteran running back, proved he can do good. Um, And then I like the next move, moving on, Jarek McKinnon to the 49ers. I love this move. I like it. I think he fits their system. I think he'll be a good complement to the very accurate and strong arm of Jimmy Garoppolo. And, uh yeah, that's all I got to say. Another person stacking onto the 49ers. That's what I had to say. 49ers are going to be a powerhouse next season. They're going to be really, really good. Jarek McKinnon, he was one of the Vikings running backs. Like, he was unbelievable. I saw him in the playoffs. Really, really good. I think he fits 49ers perfectly. And I think it was almost time for the 49ers to get rid of Carlos Hyde. And Jarek McKinnon purposely, perfect, perfectly takes his place. Yeah. Okay, next is Lions sign Deshaun Shedd from the Seahawks. Good move. Solid yeah. Uh, Seahawks shouldn't have let him go. He was a, one of the last solid defenders we had next to Earl Thomas that we could trust, and the Lions got a very good move here. Yeah. Next is Seahawks signing uh, Trey Mingo from the Colts. I like this move. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, I think he fits temporarily for the Seahawks system and for uh, just a place. I mean, he's he's a good uh, defender in his own right, and I think he can. He's, he's definitely going to start, and I think he'll help out the Seahawks later in the season. Yep. Um, currently, the 49ers, Rams, and Browns are all trying to get Terrell Fryer. Um, not much to say about that. Yep. Uh, Bills. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So I think Terrell probably go to the Rams or Browns. Yeah, I I don't see him. I don't see why the Forty ers would really want him that much. I, I besides another big target, but he proved to be good with the Browns and then bad with the Redskins. So I don't really trust him. Yep. Okay. Uh, Bills get AJ McCarron. Pretty good. Yeah, it's a good signing. Yeah. yeah, he'll be a good bridge quarterback for them. <clears throat> Yeah, um, Lions get Frank Gore from Colts. I think this is a really good move for the Lions and the Colts. Yes, yes it is. Here's why I think this. Lions need a running back. They've needed a running back. Ezekiel Ansah has not been there for them. Frank Gore has proven again and again, even though he's getting older, he's still unbelievable. He's doing really good, even with the terrible Colts. I think the Lions... 
are on the rise this season. Yeah. More people. Mm-hmm. And I think Frank Gore is going to help them out. He's not going to be their starting running back for a long time because he's, he's getting old, uh, older. But I think he's going to be really good for the Lions, and I think it was the right time to get rid of him for the Colts. Yes, I agree. <laughs> okay, next thing, next two things involve the Raiders. Jordy Nelson to the Raiders. I like it. Great move for them. <clears throat> now, Derek Carr is going to have both Jordy Nelson and Amari Cooper to throw to, which is going to be two very, very, very scary receivers. And I'm going to segue right into the next move they made. They signed Doug Martin from the Buccaneers. I think that is a good move. Doug Martin has proven to be good, and I think that he's fallen under down in the Buccaneers. But I think John Gruden will be able to get the best out of him, and their offense is going to be potent next year. Agreed. This is going to be a rebound season for those Raiders. It's going to be a season over. This is supposed to be last season, which is going to be this season. The Raiders that are storming into the playoffs are supposed to be doing really good. This is the Raiders this season. And I think, finally, the AFC West is going to be a very tight division again with the Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. I agree. Okay, I'm going to lead us right next into the um, Raiders again. Releasing Michael Crabtree, who then went to the Ravens. Like it, like it. Yep. Ravens need a wide receiver. I don't. Michael Crabtree was not doing good. Let's just face it; he was not doing good with the Raiders. Uh, he did, he had a good season last season. No, he he did not have a good season. wasn't very. He had one of the most uh, drop rates in the NFL. I think the Ravens though feel like they can use him in their offense, and uh, yeah. Yep. Next is Sheldon Richardson from the Seahawks to the Vikings. Like it. Vikings get a very good defensive player. Yeah. Very good. Just stacks their defense even more. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're almost done with the signings as of today. Uh, Adrian Claiborne to New England. This is a big move. I like it. New England, they lost a bunch of people to free agency, and I think that uh, – their pass rush needed to be needed to get better this offseason. And I think that's what they did with their couple of moves that they've made. Yeah, we all knew that Adrian Claiborne uh, from the Falcons was gonna was gonna get traded to a team. But New England stepping in there and getting him, that really helps out their defense that struggled a lot last season. Yep. Jeremy Hill, next one. Jeremy Hill to the Patriots. I think they're trying to use him to make up for Deion Lewis. Yeah, and I think he will. Agreed. I don't think he's going to do – well, it depends. I really don't know about this one. There's so much that they could use with him, and I don't really know about the Patriots at this point. So, yeah. yeah. And this leads us to the last um, trade or uh, free agent signing. Uh, well, this is a re-signing. And it's the Bears keeping Kyle Fuller. I like it. I think it's a good move. I think that they're paying way too much money, but they need more corners, and I think that that's what they're going to bring to the table. Yeah, I completely agree. The Bears are starting to build up their team. They don't need to cut another star player from theirs and start going down again. They're finally starting to connect on offense. They need to keep some stars on defense, even if it means paying a little bit more money. Yes. Okay, so those were all the trades and free agent signings. Now we're going to get into our mock drafts. Tommy, uh, you want to go first? Uh, yes, I will. So with the number one overall pick, 
I have the Cleveland Browns taking Sam Darnold, the quarterback out of USC. Yeah, I like I, this move just because they need a quarterback. They have Tyrod Taylor. He'll be a good bridge quarterback for a year. And they have Sam Darnold on the bench. So if Tyrod Taylor doesn't perform, they have, the, in my opinion, the best quarterback on in this draft class on their team. Yep, my number one overall pick is the exact same thing. I have the Browns taking Sam Darnold number one overall. I, I, I completely agree. Same reasons. He's not – I don't think he's going to – they're going to start him first, off, first thing off the bat. I mean, they might. It depends. But I think overall that Sam Darnold is a very, very solid quarterback, and I think he's one of the most trustworthy quarterbacks in this draft. And I think that uh, if Tyrod Taylor doesn't good, they have a cushion with Sam Darnold to put him in. Right. At the number two selection, there's the New York Giants, and I have them taking Josh Rosen, the quarterback out of UCLA. That's interesting. Uh, I disagree, though. I mean, I see. I see why you would put that um, because they would need they need a quarterback. Eli Manning's getting up there in age, kind of similar to the Browns with Tyrod Taylor. Not not the age thing, but sitting him a little bit. Um, I have them taking Saquon Barkley. I think it's a mistake for the Browns not to take Saquon Barkley, the first one. I think the Giants will seize the opportunity, even though they got Jonathan Stewart. They will get Saquon Barkley to beef up their run game, then maybe trade for a quarterback or draft a quarterback in the next draft. Right. I disagree with that move just because the two teams of the Super Bowl last year, New England Patriots, Philadelphia Eagles, neither of those teams had a workhorse running back. They didn't have a David Johnson, a Le'Veon Bell. They had a committee of running backs. They, the Eagles had Corey Clement, Garrett Blunt, and Jay Ajayi. The Patriots All good had, running backs in themselves, by the way. Right. They had Rex Burke. They had Rex, the Patriots had Rex Burkhead and Deion Lewis. I think <clears throat> that the Giants will understand this, and they will understand that if they can get a faster guy to pair with Jonathan Stewart, or a good guy that will compliment him, they will have a solid running game especially behind a subpar offensive line. I think taking their quarterback for the future and Josh Rosen, who's played in the L.A. market, he understands the big markets of the United, of the NFL. And I think that Josh Rosen would be a perfect fit in New York, being able to sit behind Eli Manning for a year. Yep. Okay, next I have the – actually, instead of the Bills, I have the Broncos trading up because of the chaos in the beginning for the third pick to get Josh Allen to ensure that they had their quarterback for the future. Even though they got Case Keenum, I, I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, I think that Josh Allen, they think he's going to be their guy, and I think they want to ensure that, and they're going to get scared a little bit. So they're going to move up just to ensure that they get their quarterback for the future. I, too, have a different team picking for the Colts at the three selection. I have the Buffalo Bills trading up from 12 all the way up to three. And I think that they are going to get their guy in Baker Mayfield, the quarterback out of Oklahoma. Number three, huh? I think that uh, the way that he plays and I think the way that he showed his pro day, I think he fits perfectly with the Bills. And I think that um, his talent will fit perfect in that, in that system. Yeah, Baker Mayfield is one of the best quarterbacks in the draft. I mean, 
there's so many quarterbacks, and this draft, this draft, this draft is one of the most stacked ones. Yes, and just talking about that Colts Bills trade, I had the Bills giving up the 12th overall pick, so the Colts would trade down the 22nd overall pick, their pick later in the first round, and a 2018 fifth rounder. Yeah. Okay, next six, I had the Jets taking Josh Rosen. I think that though Teddy Bridgewater will start, I think that they want to have some competition. And if Josh Rosen proves to be the better quarterback uh, early or later on, then uh, that they have their guy. Yeah, so you have the Browns trading down with the Jets? No, no, I have um, – no, no, I have the Brown. oh, wait. Oh, shoot, I skipped like four. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, so, so no, the Browns at four are taking Micah Fitzpatrick. My bad. Um, uh, here's why they need a better. They they already they're building up their offense, and then they can start building up their defense with Micah Fitzpatrick, and I think it'll help a bunch. Yeah. So then at number four, I have the Browns selecting Bradley Chubb, the defensive end of NC State. I think their defensive line would be amazing, having Miles Garrett and Bradley Chubb pairing up on the edges they will quickly have one of the better defenses in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so we both agree they're going to take defensive players. Okay. Yeah. Five, I have the Bills traded with the Broncos at five, taking Baker Mayfield. So we both agree that they're taking Baker Mayfield. I yes. think that the Bills know that that's going to be their future quarterback, and I think that Baker Mayfield's okay with the Bills. I think he's going to thrive with them and their fan base and everything. I think their fan base actually fits him. I think they're going to do good with him. Yeah. At number five, I have the Denver Broncos taking Josh Allen, the quarterback out of Wyoming. I think he'll be perfect sitting behind Case Keenan for a year, developing a little bit more. And I think he will be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL in two or three years. Yep, I completely agree. We just have... uh... Swapped three and five. Yeah. Then at number six, I have the New York Jets taking not a quarterback. I have them taking Quinton Nelson, the offensive lineman mm-hmm. out of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. The Jets understand, every NFL team should understand, that offensive linemen's, offensive linemen are some of the most valuable players a team can have. And I think the Jets know that they need to protect Teddy Bridgewater, and Quinton Nelson can do that. Yeah, that's a... That's very uh, interesting. That he's he's one of the top offensive linemen in the draft. In the draft, yeah. So I already, uh, sorry about that. Um, number six, I'm taking Josh Rosen. I think he fits the Jets perfectly. Uh, I think that Trey Bridgewater or not, I think he's going to play eventually. And uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And number seven, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers knowing that they have a solid offense that just needs to develop a little bit more, knowing that they need defense, and they are going to take Minka Fitzpatrick, the defensive back out of Alabama, arguably the best player in this draft. I think he will go number seven to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we both agree that the Buccaneers and Browns need defensive players. We just have the opposite ones. I have Bradley Chubb going number seven to the Buccaneers. For the same reasons, just different positions. I think they need him more than Micah Fitzpatrick. Or, yeah, Micah Fitzpatrick. Okay. At number eight, Chicago Bears taking Denzel Ward, the cornerback out of Ohio State. 
I have the Bears taking Tremaine Edmonds. I think that um, that player would do better for the Bears. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Okay, at number nine, I have the San Francisco 49ers taking Calvin Ridley, the wide receiver out of Alabama. I think that he fit perfectly with Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think he'll be one of the better wide receivers in the NFL here in a couple of years. I um I disagree with that one. I still have Calvin Ridley coming up soon. I have Derwin James going to the 49ers. I think that another cornerback, assuming they don't get any, um, assuming they don't get Tyron Matthew, could really help them out. Okay, at number ten, I have the Oakland Raiders taking Jermaine Edwards, linebacker out of Tech. He's a solid linebacker, and I think the Raiders would love to have him in their system. Yep. Uh, I have the Raiders taking Raquan Smith. Uh, I have Tremaine Edwards going eight to the Bears, and I think that the next person in line for the Raiders would be him. Yeah, okay. At number 11, I have the Miami Dolphins taking fifth best quarterback in this draft, Lamar Jackson, the quarterback at Louisville, former Heisman winner. I think he would be a very good quarterback backing up Ryan Tannehill for a couple years. And I think that should Ryan Tannehill go down, they will have a very competent quarterback to come in and play for him. Yeah. Um, I have the Dolphins taking Denzel Ward. Um, I think that uh, though what you said is true and everything, they could take him. I think uh, Ryan Tannehill, they believe in him. They, they got into the playoffs uh, two seasons ago with him before he got injured. And I feel I think that they feel strong about him, and that they will um they will stick with him. Yeah. Okay. At number twelve, this is where I have the Indianapolis Colts picking, and I think this is the farthest Saquon Barkley will drop. I have him going number twelve to the Indianapolis Colts, pairing up with Andrew Luck, who is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL when he is healthy, and I think that that team, with a solid offensive line. And one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL won there when Andrew Luck is healthy, obviously. I think he will do amazing in uh, Indianapolis under Frank Reich. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. <laughs> I have him going 10 spots earlier, obviously, because, but I have a very interesting one. Lamar Jackson, I have him going to the Colts. Here's why. So, the ah. switch. This is a very interesting one for me. Because I feel like, though the Colts are all saying, like, optimistic, like, Andrew Luck's going to come back, Andrew Luck's going to come back, he hasn't come back yet. And if he does come back, I think he's going to get injured again. I just don't think he's going to be the same. I don't think if they draft Lamar Jackson, I think they're looking for a future quarterback and everything. And I think Lamar Jackson will not play the first se- his first season, especially if Andrew Luck comes back. But I think eventually he will become the starter and face of the Colts franchise. Wow, that's a big move. Okay, number 13, I have Derwin James, the defensive back out of Florida State, going to the Redskins. Not a lot to say. The Redskins need to take the best player available, and I think he's that player. Yeah. Next, uh, for me, I have them taking Calvin Ridley. I think the Redskins could really use a wide receiver, and um, I think that uh, he would be the best player for them. I mean, the Redskins really need everything. 
But I think losing Terrell Pryor and since Terrell Pryor was really not good for them, I think they could really use a wide receiver. Yeah. And number 14, I have the Packers taking Vita Villa at a tenant or at a Washington, <clears throat> excuse me. I think uh, he will be a very solid player for their defense and uh, he'll help them a lot. Yeah. Um, for me, I have them taking Will Hernandez, a guard from UTEP. I, I think this makes um, I think this makes sense for them. I think that uh, they're going to start needing to build up their defense a little bit more, starting to build a team, and I think they uh, they could really use this player. Yeah. At number 15, I have another trade. Ring it up. I have the Cardinals not being confident in their quarterback, Sam Bradford, and whether or not he can stay healthy. I have them wanting to take the best backup in NFL history. I have the Eagles trading up from 32 to 15. Philadelphia will give up the 32nd pick in the draft, a 2018 third and fourth, and Nick Foles for Arizona's first first round pick this year and second round pick. I think Arizona will not be that confident, and I think the Eagles will be willing to give up uh, the middle part of their draft next year and the end of first round this year. So Arizona, and they will... and with that pick, the Philadelphia Eagles will take Jar Alexander, the cornerback, out of Louisville. Oh, man. Well, that was a <laughs> – if that happens, I'm going to lose my mind. I have none of that happening. <laughs> Though, that I mean, that's smart for the Eagles. They could really use that. I have um, Arizona sticking with their pick. This is a bit of a surprise, though. I have them taking Mason Rudolph. I have him going number 15 in the first round with the quarterback crazy people. I think that Arizona could really use uh, Mason Rudolph um, as their uh, as their starter. I don't think he'll start immediately because I think they uh, will worry he'll get hurt or something or he'll adapt to a bad team. So I think they want to get um, more people in Arizona and then they'll start Mason Rudolph. He'll become a good quarterback for them. I have Mason Rudolph going number 16 to the Baltimore Ravens. I think Joe Flacco is getting up there in age, and he's starting to become one of the – he's starting to become a below-average quarterback in the NFL, and I think Mason Rudolph will be the perfect fit to take over for him. Yeah. I have at number 16 the Ravens taking DJ Moore, another wide receiver. I feel like they're still not confident in their wide receiver core. I think that DJ Moore – could really help them out with that. Okay, number 17, I have Connor Williams, the offensive lineman from Texas, going to the Chargers. I think the Chargers are in a very, very, very good position with all their uh, players, and I think taking an offensive lineman is exactly what they will need. Yep, I uh, I agree with the offensive lineman. I disagree with the player. I have Mike McGlinney from um, Notre Dame. Uh, going to the Chargers. Okay, I have at number 18 to your Seattle Seahawks, (laughs) I have James Daniels going out of Iowa. I think that they need an offensive lineman to protect Russell Wilson, and I think that's the first step to getting their run game back up to par. And I think uh, James Daniels will be the perfect fit. I agree with you on this one. Seahawks, if you're listening, which you probably aren't, Draft an offensive lineman. Do it, please. That's where we need to start building our team around the offensive line. That would be huge. 
At number 19, I have the my least favorite team in the NFL, <laughs> keyword least, Dallas Cowboys taking Taven Bryan, a defensive tackle out of Florida. They need, a, they need more defense, and I think uh, Taven Bryan provides that. I have the Cowboys, my second least favorite team. Uh, you, you probably know my least. Uh, taking Vita Vaya because I think that they could really – they could really use another defensive player on their struggling defense yet again. Okay. At number 20, I have the Detroit Lions taking Darius Juice, the second running back out of LSU. Darius Geis. I have the exact same one. I think that the Lions need a running back, and I think that uh, he's the perfect fit for them. I think that uh, many people say that in this draft, many scouts say that you can take Saquon Barkley and get 100% of Saquon Barkley, or you can wait till later in the draft and take 80% of Saquon Barkley. And I think in the modern NFL, when you do not need a true number one running back to succeed, you saw the Eagles succeed without it. You saw the Vikings succeed without it. You saw the Patriots succeed without it. You do not need a Le'Veon Bell or David Johnson to succeed. You only need two or three competent running backs that you can be smart with and play with correctly. I actually am shocked that you chose Darius Geis because we we di- we didn't do our mock drafts together. I was, I I didn't think you were going to choose him. I I thought he was going. I thought the Lions were going to choose him perfectly. Darius Geis from LSU was one of the best running backs. He was right there with uh, Leonard Fournette, and whenever Leonard Fournette got hurt, he took up for him and did unbelievable. He, he got like three hundred yards games and helped LSU a ton. I think the Lions are really going to use him a lot, and I think that he's going to become a main running back for them, or like you said, one of two or three. Right. At number 21, I have the Cincinnati Bengals taking Mike McGlinchey. They are going to bolster their offensive line this offseason, trading for the offensive lineman from the Bills that I can't remember his name right now, but they are going to be good. Yeah, for me, I have them taking Marcus Davenport. I think that um, they're going to really need this player. Uh, I, I think that another defensive player could really help them out. And um, I think they their defense was not as good last year as it should have been. And Vontae's perfect is yet again uh, going gonna to get a, a suspension for four games. So I think they need another reliable player. And I think a defensive end, he's perfect for them. On to the home stretch. I have the Indianapolis Colts with the second pick they got from the Bills, taking Josh Jackson, the Josh Josh Jackson, the quarterback cornerback out of Iowa. Uh, I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in this draft, and that uh, the Colts will like him. I have them taking Isaiah Wynn just to bolster up their offensive line even more. I have at number twenty-three, the L.A. Rams taking Will Hernandez, the offensive lineman out of UTEP. He's just a solid player, and the Rams have a very good team, and I think offensive linemen are the best thing you can take when you have a pretty well-rounded team. I have the Rams taking uh, Mike Gesicki. Uh, I think that because I thought originally that the Rams were going to take another uh, wide receiver, uh, like in – What's his name? DJ Moore. But I feel like they're going to do better with um, bolstering up the rest of their team rather than going straight for that position at this point. Yeah. 
Okay, next, um, after the Rams, I have the Panthers taking Connor Williams. Um, I feel like the Panthers, they were all right last season. Uh, Cam Newton did not live up to himself in the uh, playoffs. Part of that was to the fact that they did not have a – well, they had a decent offensive line. They need to get that better. Connor, Connor Williams can do that for them, and I think the Panthers could be better next season with him. And I have the Panthers taking Christian Kirk, the wide receiver out of Texas A&M. He's one of the better wide receivers in this draft, and I think that um, the Panthers taking him would be the smartest move they can make. Okay, um, next is 25 in the Titans. I have them taking Rashawn Evans. I think they're, the, the Titans are going to be a little surprised that uh, he fell down this far in the draft. I think they're going to seize the opportunity and grab him another inside linebacker to help out their defense and to keep stacking their team. I'm going to do my 25th and 26th picks in a pair here. I have the Titans taking Mike Hughes, the cornerback, out of UCF. And then I have the Falcons taking Rashawn Evans, the linebacker, out of Alabama. I have the Falcons taking Taven Brown, um, the defensive tackle from Florida, because I think that that, um, losing Claiborne is going to hurt them a bit. And I think they're going to need to make up that position. I think... uh, Taven uh, Bryan is the person to do that. Yes, I have at number 27, Jesse Bates, the defensive back out of Wake Forest. I think he'll be a solid player for the Saints, who already have a very, very, very good team. I think the uh, Saints are going to draft Christian Kirk, a wide receiver. I was skeptical about this decision at first because I was like, another uh, wide receiver for the Saints. But then I started thinking, like, they, they might lose Willie Sneed, and Christian Kirk could sneak right in there. Or Christian Kirk could simply outplay some of the wide receivers there, like uh, Willis Need. I'm putting him on the spot again. And I think that um, he could sneak in there and possibly get that position. Yeah. Number 28, I have Dante Jackson, the cornerback out of LSU, go to the Steelers. I think the Steelers' number one choice would be a quarterback that, that could take over for Ben Roethlisberger. But there's obviously no more of the top six quarterbacks left. So they are going to take a corner who will help their team immensely. I have a similar reason, but I have different position. Um, I have Quentin Nelson uh, for an offensive line. I think that the Steelers aren't are way too high up to draft a solid quarterback, especially in this draft with so many people uh, wanting to go get quarterbacks first thing. I think that they're going to stick with Ben Roethlisberger for at least next season and try and help him out uh, with the offensive line. I think drafting him would help him out a bunch. And I have a trade here. I have the Cleveland Browns trading up to number 29, giving up the 33rd overall pick, so the Jaguars would be sl- uh, sliding down four picks, and they would be take- and Cleveland would be giving up 33rd pick, a fourth-round pick this year, and a third-round pick next year. And Jacksonville would give up a twenty, the twenty ninth pick this year, and a seventh round pick. So with that pick, I have the Cleveland Browns taking the eighty percent of Saquon Barkley and Ronald Jones to go pair up with. Oh, who did they take? To go pair up with Carlos Hyde, which I think would be a very good running back tandem, along with uh, Duke Johnson being able to come in and play if he needs to. Yeah, uh, I mean. All the trades in your mock draft. <laughs> I have uh, the Jaguars sticking with their pick at 29. I think they're a little surprised that they made it this far in the season. I think they're going to go 
with a uh, usually would, would be an early second rounder, Corey Robertson, to help out their offense a little bit more. Nice. Okay. Down here, I have the number 30. I'm just going to do 30, 31, 32, all in one big chunk. No, I'll do that. I have taking Leighton Vander Esch, the linebacker out of Boise State. I have the Patriots taking Harrison Phillips, the defensive tackle out of Stanford. And I have the Cardinals taking Maurice first, the defensive tackle out of Michigan. Okay, um, I'm going to tell you something. What we'll do on the podcast after I do my 31, 32, uh, and I, it'll just extend a little bit more to another crazy signing. Uh, I don't know if you got the alert yet. Okay, Vikings, I have him, them taking Mike Hughes, Patriots, uh, Deron Payne, and Eagles, Dallas Goodhart, tight end. I think Dallas Goodhart's going to be really good for the Eagles because his name is Dallas, and whenever they beat Dallas, then they can say, ah, we have a guy with your name. Sounds good. And for the final pick in the draft, at least my mock draft, I don't know if you went this far, I have the Jaguars taking Hayden Hurst, the tight end of South Carolina. Yeah. And really quickly, we're just going to go right from this mock draft to the brand new signing. The Lions got LeGarrette Blunt, which furthers my 20th pick. Darius Juice will fit. Darius Juice will fit. Guys. <laughs> Darius Geis will fit perfect with Garrett Blunt. Yes. Oh, my goodness. This is happening. Unbelievable trade. Perfect for the Lions. The Lions are really, really smart right now. I need to look at the details to see if they're still going to have that 20th pick, which I assume they are. They will. That's an unbelievable trade for them. Perfect. Darius Geis, speedy oh, yeah. running back, Garrett Blunt powerhouse. Perfect. And in case, Tommy, you're an Eagles fan, right? Yeah. Um, just in case uh, you were fearing, I think Jay is a really solid running back all the way around. Plus Corey Clement, I think you're fine with your two running backs right there. Nope, was not fearing. We weren't going to re-sign him. We didn't re-sign him. He was going to get paid too much money and cap we didn't have. We let him walk in free agency, said thank you for helping us win the Super Bowl, and the Lions just signed themselves a very good running back. Perfect. Oh, yes, this is perfect. Okay, well, uh, that's so far what um, the NFL has had to offer. Uh, craziness. Yeah. That'll wrap it up for JT Media number two, the football special. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you next time on JT Media.